Welcome to episode 5 of the Momster Squad, where us real down-to-earth and sometimes raunchy moms talk about our lives. So get ready to reach into your inner momster and take this journey with us. On this episode of the Momster Squad, we are going to share mom stories. These mom stories have come from the emails and messages we have received from our listeners. Thank you, first and foremost, for listening. Uh, we appreciate your time in that matter, as well as extending your stories to us. We did mes- uh, mention in episode two that we were going to pull topics from a bowl and, uh, you know, put our thoughts into that. But we've actually had a lot more things going on. Episode three derailed us off to current events with Roe versus Wade. Episode four, we came up with the topic of pet peeves and, of course, you know, Abby's uh, dog, Maddie, um, getting out with the word pet in it was ironic and relevant. And we went so long, we didn't think you wanted us to pick from a bowl. So that will happen randomly. We had initially said every episode. What will happen consistently is our mom stories from our listeners. We have decided collectively that we are going to choose randomly as well. Um, six stories every fifth episode of the Momster Squad, where Abby will have two, Jen will have two, and I will have two. Uh, here's a little info for you. Abby is the uh, main link, I guess you could say, <laughs> in this podcast. This was her baby, uh, her idea, um, and I think it was brilliant. So Abby is the one that's actually getting the stories and then transferring them to Jen and I. So for today, Abby knows what six stories are going to be spoken of. Jen and I are completely clueless. Abby has (laughs) flying blind. So Abby has uh, shared two stories each with Jen and I, and we're each going to cover one at a time. Um, until all six are done and give you our opinions or views, whatever it is you're talking about, asking about. And um, so here we go. I'll go first. So this first one is kind of funny and it's nice and sweet. So this is from a Kate is the person who wrote in for this. A uh, Kate? A Kate. No, her name's Kate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so she wrote in her little story, so this is how we go. So, Johnny, my third, was such a fussy baby. So dang cute, but so, so fussy. For months, it felt like crying was the soundtrack to our lives. Now, if you've been a mom, you obviously know how that is. One time, I was getting ready to head out, and I was frantically trying to get everything together while rallying my two girls in my sleep-deprived insanity, I quickly rinsed off a pacifier. The crying was bothering. So then I shoved it into my nine-year-old's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) The horror and confusion on her face is imprinted in my memory forever. Oh, that's epic. (laughs) I've actually... Oh, I'm pretty sure I've been there. Definitely think I've been there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kate, 
for sharing that story. That really is epic. Um, I don't have multiple children, so I can't say that I've done that, but, you know, could possibly end up in an animal's mouth one of these times. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Um, may, may I say to our listeners as well, um, if you not only want to put your names or remaining anonymous, um, please include where you're listening from as well, because yes. we find that very interesting how far we've reached. But um, Kate, the crying can drive every mom insane. insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, at least it was her mouth and not her no-no parts, you know? <laughs> but I used to work in an office with cubicles so you could overhear everyone on the phone. I once overheard a co-worker tell someone on the phone that she took an important work call on her cell phone at home while changing a poopy diaper. She dropped the phone into the poop and had no choice but to pick up the phone and continue. Oh! Oh! Poor Laura. No, that, it was a co-worker of hers. Oh, my apologies. She remained anonymous? No. She just said it was something she overheard. Um, I'm her saying, co-worker did she saying. state her name? So she's her not name, the co-worker. Not but, the co-worker, yes. but yeah, okay. her name's Laura. But, wow. Oh, man. That has not ever happened to me. <laughs> no, but I do have a poopy story. When Mikey was little, I remember one time I got up, and this is before... I'd never had, like, a video monitor for Mikey. I have it now for Riker. But I got him up in the morning, and I walked in, and all over the wall, he decided to make Mm. art with his poop. That's got to be a boy thing. No, wait. No. no, Jacqueline did it, too. Jacqueline and Logan did it. See, uh, Brayden never did it. Thank the good freaking Lord. You would lose your shit. Uh, Literally. (laughs) Literally and figuratively. (laughs) No pun intended. Oh. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my grandmother had told me the story that she experienced that i think it's just it happens with a lot of babies and my grandmother said she went in get me out of the crib she had for me while staying the weekend and i was covered from head to toe and so were the walls and the crib um but this story was talking about dropping the phone in a poopy diaper. I have not done that, but unfortunately, I have dropped it in a pee-ridden toilet. <laughs> Where drinking or not drinking may have been involved. I'm not sure. <laughs> so, um, that stinks. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> so now I'll go ahead with one of the stories. Um, And again, reading this for the very first time, my story is a person that chooses to remain anonymous, and it goes as such. I went to a doctor's appointment with my oldest when she was a few weeks old because she was colicky. It was my first appointment without my husband. I was tired and overwhelmed. I was seeing the male pediatrician who was at her birth because I didn't have a relationship with my daughter's actual pediatrician yet. She started crying, and so I went to feed her. <laughs> I, <laughs> I whipped out my boob in front of this man I hardly knew, 
and my milk started spraying across the room. Oh, you poor thing. Oh, my God. Easily four feet, maybe more. Pretty sure I almost hit him with it. Think he left the practice soon after. <laughs> oh, that is classic and epic as well. Um, I guess the worst thing would have been as if he wanted to take a sip. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, So I also tried to breastfeed and unfortunately my daughter wouldn't take. And I honestly didn't do it in public. Um, Not not because of vanity or anything. It just didn't happen that way. Um, there was once I tried to do it in the car, and again, she wasn't taking, so I always had a backup of what I pumped. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I do remember waking up many mornings with the lines down the front of my shirt from my boobs yeah. leaking. Um, <laughs> girl, that was epic, you poor thing, but that's a story for the, for the ages. Well, I need to know, was this doctor hot? Pediatrician was Dr. Hot. I <laughs> swear to God, his name was, I don't know if I should say it. His last name was Maloney. I nicknamed him Dr. Hot. He did leave the practice, not because I about sprayed him with my breast milk, but for, for other reasons. I'm still at the same um, location uh, with a different doctor, but that's so funny because I called him Dr. Hot. I, there's, a, there's a doctor at my kid's practice. I don't know if he's still there or not, but he... He was filling in for the doctor that was at the office I go to, mm-hmm. and he came from one of the other offices to fill in, and yeah, he was hot. You're about to pass out. I was like, oh, you're the doctor? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, my son's doctor's not hot, though. <laughs> yeah, now, now. No, no. what I'm saying now, he is, I, I think you could... Bring them maybe up to par with silver fox level. Not quite the fox. Silver and almost a fox. (laughs) (laughs) He's a handsome man. Let's just say, you know, I don't turn the other way, but I'm not. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, I like Dr. Hot. Dr. Hot. All right, well, whomever you were, Miss Anonymous, um, I hope you and your boobs are under control now. Um, thank you for sharing. That was an excellent story. Abby, if you'll continue on with our fourth story of the day. All right. So our fourth story is from Christina. And it's about her son, whose name's is Tristan. Um, this is the one that is from Australia. Whoa. We made it overseas. Cha-ching. that's awesome all right let's hear it all right so it's i have a spooky story for you Ooh, my favorite okay so this occurred with my eldest when he was about four years old he slept in a single bed in his own room i was tucking him into bed saying goodnight and preparing to leave He asked me to stay with him. I sat on his bed beside him and explained that parents need time to themselves that night and that I wasn't far away and would see him in the morning. But I need you to protect me, he replied. 
From what, I asked. Bad things, he said quietly. Mm. I paused for a moment. Jennifer has goosebumps. <laughs> I paused for a moment, then thought of something I thought was very clear. I said, when a king needs protecting, he doesn't keep all his knights in the throne room with him. He sends them out around the castles to stop any bad things from getting in. My small son looked me straight in the eyes and whispered, something bad already got in. My God, oh, I have freaking goosebumps. I do. My because hand. I actually have a similar story. <laughs> oh, Naturally, I freaked out internally. My brain was screaming, nope, 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 <laughs> all nopes. But I kept a calm face and suggested we say a prayer That's together. That's the mom superpower that we all have. And he slept soundly. I did not. Oh, my gosh. And that's the story. So, <laughs> I want to know more. Um, what would you say her name was? Christina. Christina from Australia. I want to know more. Yeah. I mean, did anything Else happen happened? that seemed odd or strange after the fact? But bravo for... Bravo for keeping it together for your kid. And I would have... So, Jacqueline, now at this time, Jacqueline, so my master bedroom has what they call... I was just going to say masturbation. (laughs) My master bedroom has what they call a queen suite attached to it. It's basically another room, office, whatever you want to call it, um, which we made a fifth bedroom for my youngest child. And one night... She She only has four kids. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So four I know, kids, four bedrooms. I and mine. know that. I'm clarifying okay. it for them. So uh, one night she was so petrified to go to sleep because she kept telling me there was a little boy in her room that she said was scaring her um, that he wasn't nice and he was mean. And she was like pointing to the corner of her room telling me he was standing there staring at her, which mm. scared the freaking crap out of me and i i did put my big girl panties on and i was like well just tell him out loud she had him off from that masturbation (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i said tell him out loud that you don't want him Mm -hmm. here he's not welcome here and that he needs to go and then you can go to sleep and she did she went to sleep she did it she said it and she went to sleep but i like uh, Christina did not sleep <laughs> because I was like freaking out. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I have a similar thing. When Mikey was like when we first moved in here, he got scared one night and told me that there was a floating head. What the hell? And I was like, nope, I ain't going back there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, you're seeing things. It scared the crap out of me. You know, I wish one of our other dear friends was with us because she has some spooky stories. I don't know that it's related to her children. I think it was more her Her childhood. When she was a kid. Yes, and she was talking something. I believe she also said something maybe about a floating head or there's a picture. And that's why when you and I did our scavenger hunt and stole her light bulb, that's a story for another day, folks. Um, and, the crinkle the and bottles, I yeah. said crinkle the water bottles outside her bedroom window because she had disclosed to me the sound she heard sounded like the, when bottles. you, you know, crinkle a water bottle when you smash it together to recycle, reuse, recycle, reduce, reduce, you know, that three R's. You got it. 
But yes, spooky, spooky. I want to know more, Christina from Australia. I want to know if there's been anything more from him verbally. I want to know if any of you have seen anything, if anything weird has happened. Yeah. And and text us either, I mean, message us either way. If it hasn't happened, well, okay. Thank you for sharing your story. Yeah. All right, Jen. Okay. So this next story is anonymous. My middle son used to talk about having a different mom before me. He would say she was blood blonde and looked nice but wasn't nice he would bring it up randomly and only ever got a bite bit sorry only ever got a bit emotional when he would tell me that when he was with her he never got to grow up he said he chose me to be his mom This this is sad this time because i would let him grow up and get old i have chills right now When he would say the last part, it was as if he was looking for reassurance. He'd ask me, like, right, Mom, I can grow up this time? Really fucked me up sometimes. My heart. That's, I got chills. Oh, my goodness. I don't. But this is kind of like what you were just talking about with us earlier, with how you said your daughter had a dream yeah. That she had a previous mom. Or that no, you, you I, were friends. I was with her. She didn't say anything about having a previous mom. She you said that. Um, she she had a, this was on episode four, folks, if you haven't listened to that and want more backstory. This is where it comes from. She had said she had a dream that she was with me before she was my daughter, that I was her friend. Um, so, yeah, it's it's that's creepy. But I do believe those things believe can happen. Things. And as far yeah. as that child is concerned, um, how sad that that yeah. was what his previous life was. Yeah. But how good for him that he he's saying he chose, chose her. Yeah. Knowing. And knowing but still asking for confirmation. Can I grow up this time? So, I mean, you know, it's said that children, I'd like to have my friend Brian as a guest one time yeah. if, if we choose to do that. Because she she could probably blow some minds with the interactions and stuff that she's had and the knowledge base that she has as well. Yeah. Uh, that being said, um, I've not only learned from her but from others before and after her and you know the, all the TV series and podcasts and stuff that are out there that children of a certain age you know can actually see, hear, talk to. Um, there's a very uh, thin line between the living and the dead when it comes to small children. And if I'm not mistaken, what I know about that is it's because they are pure, they are innocent, they are open to a world of wonder. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's that's bizarre. But yes, folks, listen to episode four if you want to hear my creepy story with my daughter about a dream. Um, and again, Miss Anonymous... Thank you for sharing, um, and and please keep the stories coming because this is exciting and enjoyable and it's made our skin. Uh, and open. I would I would just like if that was my child I would I would like hug, hug them oh. and reassure yeah. them yeah like you don't ever have to go through that again. Which we should be doing anyway. We should right. always be giving our children reassurance. Like I'm I'm constantly telling my daughter. 
no matter what, no matter how mad mommy gets, no matter how loud mommy gets, no matter how far you ever are away from me, no matter what, bottom line, I am here for you. I will always love you no matter what. You can always talk to me. I don't ever want you, no matter what age you are, from now to 80, and I'm pretty sure I'll be dead by then for sure. And again, I'm the old one, but... Come to me, come to me, come to me. Do not carry that burden on your own shoulders. Please let me be there for you. And so when Braden had said just recently about another dream, um, not the the fire one with the dogs, but about me being her friend um, in a previous life, basically, I was like, I am your friend. She's like, what? And she's like, no, you're my mom. I'm like, but I can still be your friend. And she's like, I don't understand. And here's the funny thing she always says. When I do something nice for her or whatever, which is like always. Um, <laughs> and then there's some yelling involved and then, you know, <laughs> kidding. But she's like, you're the best mom I ever had. I'm like, dude, I'm the only mom you ever had. <laughs> now I'm not so sure. And can we segue to you? Do you remember the night that you and I were hanging out? Yeah. It was in 2020, um, June or July-ish. Mm-hmm. And the men had gone fishing for the evening, and you and I were sitting talking. Brayden was somewhere, <laughs> but ended she up was there the whole night. No, yes, she was. Are, are you she sure? She was just in her room or playing or something. Something happened though, where I put her to bed, read her a bedtime story. She woke up, came out, and then you, yeah. and you came out and said to me, "Do you remember what you said to me?" said, your daughter is very interesting, and I would like to spend more time with That's her. exactly what you said. Because Brayden had some words for her, which I still don't know about. <laughs> and my daughter is. She's got some shit going on in that head. Yeah. Hey, disclaimer. If I ever wake up with an ice pick between <laughs> my eyes, my daughter did it, but my husband will take the fall. Okay? <laughs> it's going on record now. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, again, thank you for sharing. And we're going on with our final mom story for this episode uh, five, episode five. And it is also anonymous tips for dealing with new parent grief. I guess that's what you call it. Just for context, I had a newborn three weeks ago. Whenever I was pregnant, my husband, the dad, was super excited the entire time. Fast forward to now, during the day when he's in a good mood, he's literally the best dad. But at night, he complains literally every night about having to rock her to sleep or feed her. I'm combo feeding, or at least trying to, but I can never pump as much or as long as I need to because he's complaining about having to help take care of our daughter. As a new mom, it's extremely frustrating and exhausting mentally, emotionally, and physically. Mind you, he's on paternity leave until September or October, so we're both home with her 24-7. I don't mind taking care of her by myself because we already have that inseparable bond, but it just hurts my feelings a little that he has to complain about something as big as raising our daughter. Um, That's pretty sad. Yeah. That's crazy that he's on paternity leave till September. I know. I want to know what the job is. Right. Right. What's his job? Um, What what is your job if you have one? And how long is your maternity leave? 
And um, so let me ask you this. Also, if you wouldn't mind rewriting in, I, I mean, I have questions to this. How long were you together before you were married, before you became pregnant? Do you recall now with his actions um, or, or verbally, his verbal uh, frustrations, did he complain and pick on anything in particular um, that you remember before your baby came along. Yeah. Um, what I'm getting from this email is that he is not working. So I could understand the frustration and the complaining at night if this man was busting his ass all day and had to get up in the morning. And you, the mom, granted, I mean, we, we, we take it all and we're tired too. We do deserve the dad working or not. Yeah. To step in. It is their child as well. Yeah. But I also believe if only one of us is leaving the house, then that house should be more our responsibility. That's my opinion. But it sounds like you're both home. He's not working. So apparently he's having, you know, a man period <laughs> for an extended amount of time. And that's not okay. Um, I'm, I'm sorry you're having to go through that. And I'm wondering if you've asked him about his mental and emotional and verbal actions. I mean, because we did pull a topic out of the bowl on episode two, and it was postpartum depression. Depression, So let me ask this. Maybe he's... Is it possible that men go through that as well? I think so. I mean, and if he's on paternity leave... Is he a hard worker? Does he, I mean, is Is he he normally, like, is he a workaholic? Is he normally that nine to five executive or that construction dude, you know, out there working, working, working. Now he's home and he's bored and it's great. He's great during the day because, okay, but now it's, it's just frustration. Babies are frustrating whether we're working or not. Well, yeah, because they can't talk to you. They can't communicate. Well, right. Crying and, um, so it is hard. I mean, I, I agree with you like with the like is he a workaholic like um but I mean from my experiences I also like I had the working dads but they they were you know they'd complain like I don't think I've ever I think if I had a baby with Chris he would be the opposite. He would be oh, there because yeah. no, I'm not She's having a baby. If, with Chris. That means- she talked about it, so it's probably gonna happen. No, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> that means no. that the vaginal walls haven't closed yet. No, they're closed. <laughs> I do not want any more kids. Four is enough. Um, no, it's eight enough. That was the show. <laughs> oh wait, I'm the old one. I forgot. Look it up on Google, kids. It was eight. <laughs> Is enough. No, it was, wasn't it? Eight, eight count. Plus- oh my God. Yes, there was Kate plus eight, but there was a show long before that, which actually, honestly, was probably before my time as well. But it's called Eight is Enough. Oh, okay. God it. damn it, I'm old. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> but like, like Chris came in, Jacqueline was a year and a half when Chris came in and he stepped up, he changed diapers, he never complained, like he'd get up. If she woke up, no, scratch that. <laughs> but he well, changed diapers. Okay, so Abby, you have the most recent child right. of the three of yeah. us at three and a half months old. <clears throat> How is your boyfriend 
um, who should put a ring on it very freaking soon before, you know, the Democrats change the laws that they can't do biracial freaking relationships, <laughs> marriages, I mean. Um, how is he? Clearly. I think he's Greek. Okay. What's, he's what's he doing? What's he doing right now? What yeah, is right he doing? Yeah, right now, as we're doing the podcast and recording, he takes the baby and he's in the room, has the bottles, has the diapers, have everything set. So we can get together and have this time not only to record, but have this time girl to... Girl time. Yeah, girl time. To talk. Um, that way there's no interruptions. No, hold on, I gotta go do this or this. It's... Okay, which now here's... <laughs> here, right, here's something. Do you have somebody that can possibly babysit? Maybe it's just the frustration of being stuck in the house. Like, and if he is a workaholic, yeah. he needs to get out. So maybe you go on like a date night or Because yes, something. I have been told and, and I do know we we still need that away time from our children. Mm-hmm. And I know for John and I it was very difficult when we first moved down here. We didn't know anybody, we didn't have anybody. Um, and you know, I me finally having that child and, and I don't think age matters with that. I had that trust issue, like you better not even look at my child without washing your hands, let alone touch it. You know, or her, rather, not it. Maybe, maybe the jury's still out on that. I don't know. <laughs> I love my daughter. I truly do. I'm blessed. But um, seriously, Miss um, Anonymous with this dad, I I just, I have a ton of questions for you. So yeah. um, take in what we're saying now. Have you had alone time? Has he been able to go out with the men? Has he... I know my husband sometimes gets frustrated. It doesn't matter whether our daughter's a baby or not. He's leaving the house and going to work, and he's coming home, and there we are, and there we are, and there we are. I, personally, as a mom, I have had time away in my house, not even time away, in the house alone without a child or a husband. I have that alone time. Yeah. I'm Look at me now. I'm having a podcast with my chicks. I have that time away. What is he? He's with the kid in our house. He doesn't, his alone time, he's expressed to me that his alone time is, I want him to work closer to home. And he's like, honestly, I don't care because I enjoy the time by myself in my vehicle because he doesn't get that time. So without having all of the information, I'm going to say A, based on what you gave us, um, that I'm sorry that that's happening, but let's try and check all the boxes. Um, and find out, you know, yeah. maybe you can take the info that we gave you. That's that's what comes to our brains in regards to your message. Feel free to, to message us again, and um, we will possibly ping back to you and pick up where we left off. Otherwise, just um, either give them some alone time, get a date night, or... God. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, who's written in. Um, like we mentioned, we're going to try to do this every five episodes. Um, <laughs> uh, that way we can get our listeners' stories. Like I said, make us laugh, make us cry, give us the spooks, give us the chills. Or even if you have those advice that you're advice looking for. Advice for us or yeah. advice from us. Yeah. That you're looking for or you want to give. Go ahead. Anything. Just write in. Don't be shy. <laughs> and and give us more. Yes, remain anonymous, but say anonymous from yeah. Antarctica. 
Just, I, you know. Nobody I, lives in Watch, now we're going to get an email. <laughs> I live there. I live there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, uh, Antarctica. That was a- Abby. A-B-B-Y. Anyway. <laughs> I know it's a continent. <laughs> Thank you for listening in. Um, we'll have more of these. Um, but other than that, that is our episode five. And follow us. On our social media pages, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at The Monster Squad or at Monster Squad. And then you can find us also on Instagram. That's going to be the underscore monster underscore squad. And then, like we said, if you have any stories or topics you would like us to talk about, go ahead and email us at themonstersquad at outlook.com. Um, as well as you can message us on Facebook or um, DM us on Instagram with your stories as well. Um, Remember to choose whether or not you yeah. want to remain anonymous. And we're now adding to episode five. Please include your location. We want to yes, see. We want to know where our listeners are coming. Where are you at? <laughs> Other than that. Thank you for listening to The The Monster Monster Squad. Squad.